Hello everyone, welcome to the Triangles Meditation Group. Today is Monday, July 12th, 2021. And as we've been doing lately, let's begin just with a brief moment of silence to unite ourselves on the mental plane, followed by the sounding of the noontime recollection. We know, O Lord, of life and love, about the need. Touch our hearts anew with love, that we too may love and give. So we work together each week to help strengthen the planetary network of triangles by coming together in a meditative visualization, supporting and strengthening all triangles workers everywhere. And we also work to introduce this idea of triangles to people who are new to it and to provide a platform for them to connect with other people who are members of triangles and perhaps form a triangle themselves. So welcome all of you who are new to this work, and we hope that you will consider forming a triangle. Triangles is a simple visualization technique using the power of thought and prayer to uplift and transform consciousness. The work involves establishing line of lighted loving energy between three people who agree to vivify their triangular link every day, working together mentally, spiritually, and in a spirit of cooperation with all humanity. We visualize a triangle between ourselves, and then we visualize our triangle being linked up and connected with all the other triangles throughout the world. And as that network is visualized, we sound the great invocation a world prayer, which is a powerful vehicle for releasing spiritual energy into all open hearts and minds. So it's the great invocation and triangles are vehicles of planetary transformation, we might say. So it only takes a few minutes each day to participate in this work, and it can therefore be fit into even the busiest of schedules. So as we do each week, we begin now with a brief visualization. So let's visualize the planet as a sphere of lighted energy. And within that sphere, let's visualize a triangle composed of three planetary centers, the highest center of spiritual will, the centers Shambhala. And the heart center, the planetary hierarchy, 
the third point of the triangle is humanity, the center of creative intelligence. And visualize the energies pouring around the triangle in all directions, filling the triangle with light. And now at the center of that triangle, visualize the star of the world teacher. The teacher who unites the East and the West, who merges the past with the present and projects towards the future. The teacher of love wisdom and visualize that love radiating out through the five points of that star, which are the sphere of his activity. Those five points constitute the five planetary centers. Hold the energies, pour them out through each point. London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo, Visualize the released energies radiating through small groups working everywhere upon the physical plane. See them being vitalized, stimulated to radiate the energies in their environment and visualize these groups interlinking one with the other in all parts of the planet, filling the planet with light. Now as we sound the mantra, let's project the rainbow bridge towards the spiritual hierarchy and sound the invocation of light. Radiance, we are in power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. 
After our meditation today, we will be hearing from our coworker, Jen Louie, who is a teacher and a curriculum developer with a lifelong interest in the esoteric intersect between nature and a human being. This journey has taken her for months at a time into the deeply wild places of the country, as well as to indigenous teachers and she's a student of esotericism. So we look forward to hearing from Jen later. The work of triangles finds resonance with the energies of the sign cancer with which we're working at this time, as you know. It resonates with the keynote of that sign, which is I build a lighted house and therein dwell. Triangles works to build this lighted house within each individual as we link with our soul in our triangles work. And then we build a lighted house with our triangles partners linking with their souls. And then we extend that soul linking to all triangles workers throughout the world. And then we distribute this lighted loving communication to all people who can respond to it. And as we create this lighted house within the planet, we are in effect serving the purpose of the great life in whom we live and move and have our being, the planetary sun, our logos. We act as distributors of his light because we stand as brain cells within his, his body. But what does it mean to create a lighted house within the planet? One way of looking at it is to say that we are contributing together to one of the primary tasks of the triangle's work, which is to make the planet sacred. As some of you may know, the planets in our solar system are divided into two main groupings at this time, those planets which are sacred and those which have not yet attained that status and are therefore technically understood as non-sacred planets. And as you can imagine, there's a, quite a distinction between these two planets. You might compare it to two individuals, one of whom is illumined and realized as a soul-infused being, and another who is not. When we look around our world today, it surely doesn't come as much of a surprise that our planet is, a, is as yet non-sacred. We are not soul infused, at least from the perspective of the outer planes, 
but it's said that we're in process of becoming sacred and on the inner planes have already achieved that shift. And so we're now in the midst, in the process of precipitating that inner realization of sacredness into outer manifestation, a process which will take eons of time to come. This idea of becoming sacred, yet inwardly already having realized this goal, finds its parallel in human development, in the idea that an initiate, one whose personality is simply a shell or a vehicle for the soul to shine through, this initiate is said to become initiate prior to having taken initiation. So in effect, the initiation process, the ceremony of initiation is really um, just that, a ceremony, a recognition for something that has already been realized within consciousness. So if we extend that to our planet, we know that over these next many, many years to come, we're going to be in the process of working out that ceremony on the physical plane so that we can in full force demonstrate our sacredness and take our place within the band of those already seven uh, planets in our system who are sacred. Developments take place within the very depths of the human psyche, as well as within the depths or inner recesses of a planetary life, but they still take time to work out into manifestation in the three worlds. So although from the perspective of events unfolding in the world today, we might find it difficult to recognize the sacredness that is precipitating, for we live in a world full of much glamour and illusion on all fronts. But these conditions are outer conditions and they're not real essentially for glamour and illusion are not real. So to see the precipitations of sacredness in our world, we have to look beneath the surface of what's occurring. And when we do so, we will recognize that despite these many outer challenges, humanity is adequate to the task of aiding in this process of bringing the planet into the light and that this energy of sacredness amidst the outer fragmentation is precipitating. And instead of fragmentation, we can see that the current of love is flowing strong and we're asked to remember that. Triangle's workers can hold to that reality and contribute towards its outer realization through our daily work. The primary signature of a sacred planet is one in which the etheric body is composed of a network of triangles. Whereas for a non-sacred planet, the etheric body is composed of squares. 
through our work together in triangles in creating a, an etheric network of triangles, we know that we are participating in this work of making our planet sacred. We're changing the fabric of the world. The more people who come to understand the importance of building triangles, the more fully will our planetary grid become a vehicle for this sacredness, this current of love to flow through the great chain of being, allowing a fuller measure of this sacredness, which is our essential planetary self to manifest. So as we hold to the reality, the as if technique of knowing that our planet is already sacred on the inner planes, despite outer appearances, this realization of the sacred will slowly become a reality and we can live increasingly within that reality, paving the way, creating the conditions whereby the soul of the world will move outward onto the physical plane. So let's now work with our visualization. Let's lift our consciousness to the mental plane, standing as a group at the center of the even-arm cross of discipleship, connecting with all of us working here today and those within the larger network, bringing the soul into our midst into our group field, filling the mind with light. And now we project a line of lighted energy towards the highest center of our planet, invoking the spiritual will. We sound the affirmation of will. In the center of the will of God, I stand. Not shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow man. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light.
and visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the Radiant Worldwide Triangles Network. Hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love which underlies and infuses the network. and lift the consciousness to the world teacher who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle. Visualize the energies of love, light, and goodwill circulating in and around the Triangles Network. Visualize these energies unifying and eliminating all divisions within humanity, healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing right human relationships.
projecting the rainbow bridge towards the spiritual hierarchy, we sound together the mantra of unification. The souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere. distribution. As we sound the great invocation and repeat each stanza, let's visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity, as a channel through which light and love and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness. from the point of light within the mind of God. Let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve.
from the center which we call the human race. Let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you, everyone. And now I'd like to welcome Jen. Could you start your video, Jen? Hi. Hi, Kathy. We welcome, and we're glad to have you here with us today. Thank you very much, and hello to everybody out there. Um, I'm going to start with a, a quote from The Rays and the Initiation. New methods, new approaches to the human problem, and new modes of work will have to be tried. Experiment with the incoming forces will necessarily be the order of the day, though they will be experiments based on vast knowledge and implemented with wisdom and understanding. When I joined the Triangles group a few years ago, I wasn't thinking about the impact the triangle might have on the physical land focusing mainly on human hearts and minds. Then I started my apprenticeship on a farm. When I was out in the fields one day, I had to wonder what impact the great invocation might have on the process of plant growth if the intention was well-formed with positive intent. I tried this on my own for a few days, standing in a central place in the field, but it became clear that more was needed. This idea stayed with me throughout the end of that growing season, which then led into the pandemic period. This spring, as the world started emerging from its isolation, the concept became highly charged in my mind again, and I felt certain that the use of the invocation would have an impact on farm fields when used with right intent. It also seemed perfectly right that a triangle of individuals standing at three points in the field could call in a huge inflow of vibrancy, resulting in the strengthening of the etheric matrix supporting new plant growth. Finally, I wondered if the shape of the growing space could be adapted to encourage even greater energetic interaction. So the image of a field or
by Jen. Uh, Garden in the shape of a triangle and a straight rose. A square field can be bisected with the mind and a single square becomes two triangles. I settled for a mid-sized garden in the shape of a triangle in my backyard. It's 22 feet at the base and 18 feet on both sides. The soil is mostly clay, which I did very little to amend. And once the seeds were in the ground, I let it all be except for occasional weeding. And I did let the clover grow between rows to attract bees. With no physical partners to share the three points of the triangle with, I hold all three points. This is part of the experiment. As we do with our etheric global triangles work, it is a matter of visualizing specific positive results. What result? I have realized as the summer has gone on that the correct purpose for all this isn't so much to create vitalized crops, but rather to reestablish a relationship with the earth, to reconnect the human life with the earth life, or what we call the three lower kingdoms. And doing so, weaker, reaching each of the three points to notice and stand alongside. This is followed with a visualization of the vitalizing of the triangular matrix of lighted triangles inseparably united with all physical matter, soil, water, seed, and plant. Hello, Jen. Uh, I seem to have lost your connection. I'm not sure if you can hear me. I don't know if everyone else is hearing Jen. Yeah, Kathy, we can hear you, but I think we did lose Jen. She's been dropped yeah. from the meeting. Okay. Tofield she'll come yeah. back in a moment. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> okay. Hi, Jen. Uh, we we lost connection with you. So. Hey there, where okay. did we cut out? Um, quite a bit earlier, you were oh. talking about, um, you decided to um, not ponder, not work so much with the um, growing of crops and the vitalizing of crops, but rather developing the relationship between humanity and earth. Okay. If it cuts out again, uh, we'll, I don't know, 
what we'll do, but we'll just try and proceed. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, I, so with this in mind, I began experimenting with the land this spring. Ideally, I was looking for a large established farm to try my ideas out on. It didn't matter if the farm was laid out in the traditional square matter was pattern with straight rows. A square field can be bisected with the mind and a single square becomes two triangles. I settled for a mid-sized garden in the shape of a triangle in my backyard. It's 22 feet at the base and 18 feet on both sides. The soil is mostly clay, which I did little. Hello, Jen. And you're cutting out again. You're cutting out again. Um, yeah, we're sorry about this. Me too. Yeah, well, now I hear you, but okay. it seems to go out. Maybe if we just do a Q&A and open it up, it would be a little bit easier to deal with the breaks. Um, well, okay. What we could also try, Kathy, is, um, Jen, if you turn off your video and just yeah. give the presentation, it'll be a lot easier on the bandwidth, should be. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah, try now. Okay. Let's hope. Yeah. So, with no physical partners to share the three points with, I hold all three points of the triangle. This is part of the experiment. As we do with our etheric global triangles network, it's a matter of visualizing specific positive results. What results? I have realized as the summer has gone on that the correct purpose for all this isn't so much to create vitalized crops, but rather to reestablish a relationship with the earth, to reconnect the human life with the earth life, or what we call the three lower kingdoms. In doing so, we take our correct place as the one standing in the center, reaching down to pull our relations up. The visualization I use as I stand at each of the three points involves gratitude being offered to the animal, plant, mineral kingdoms from the human kingdom with an effort to notice and to stand alongside. This is followed with a vital visualization of the vitalizing of the triangular matrix of red triangles inseparably united with all the physical matter, soil, water, seed, and plant. Then this is followed with the invocation, which I understand to be the substance, which is form the imagined vision. So this is an intentional merging of humanity through the creation of our space and then vocally sounding the great invocation, earth, the elemental energies from which pattern and form emerge, hierarchy, the use of the great invocation. In this way, we are a triangle of human kingdom, nature kingdom, and hierarchy. So what are we working for? When these ideas first started coming, I was working on a farm. It seemed right to use the great invocation as a daily part of the growing process. But as the ideas expanded, it turned into something much different. It became more...
Hello, Jen. Our purpose from the human to the nature kingdoms and it's a channel for an infusion of light substance which may remove barriers between kingdoms and raise all up. It has come to mind. Triangles which live in physical matter and stones, a territory of light, whether in a backyard or a farm or a forest. As we place more and more of these intentional plots of land onto the surface of the earth, a magnetic reaction must occur by virtue of the kind of energy we are using. I believe that we can expect that the land and life around it, beneath and above as well, will be touched and strengthened. Most importantly, humanity may embrace its intended role as the one standing in the center, reaching down to pull its sister kingdoms up, all the while reaching up to grasp hands with the will and the plan of those further on. From the center, which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out. Thanks, Kathy. Thank you, Jen. Um, I'm very sorry that we couldn't hear all of it, and but um, I think we all appreciate and understand the essential points which you're trying to make. Would you like to just give a, a brief summary of what you have observed and pondered in relation to the energetic relationship between humanity and the earth? Uh, and if it if it breaks up again, maybe someone in the audience will want to share a thought as well. Maybe we lost you again. Jen. Okay. Does anyone have anything that they would like to share on this subject of the energetic relationship between the earth and humanity. Yeah, um, Steve asked about the text. It is posted. It's the text that was posted earlier. Um, oh, here's Curtis. Okay. Hello, Curtis. Hi. I'm turning off my, okay. So I do not seem to have video, but can people hear me? Yeah. Okay. Um, I recently attended the annual conference of the International Association for the Study of Dreams. Yeah. Um, this was held online. It's an organization I've been affiliated with for the last 20 years or so. And at one of the symposia, a, um, an esotericist whom I've known for many years, Laurel Clark, presented a paper on dreams and spirituality in which she actually presented the great invocation. In the chat, a number of other people indicated their familiarity with the invocation. Now, part of my responsibility at this conference was to hold open what we call the hospitality room, where people could meet and discuss online, which we ordinarily would do in person. And so I invited anyone there uh, who was interested to meet in that hospitality room the next morning. 
And at that occasion, what worked out was that we formed four new triangles right then and there uh, and, you know, registered them with headquarters. And the people involved in these triangles themselves form a kind of triangle on the earth because two of them are in Florida, two in California, three in Pennsylvania, and then at the center in St. Louis is Laurel Clark. So the image of the triangle imposed upon a part of the planet is carried forward. That's, that's a great experience. It should encourage other people to initiate um, a reaching out with the work of triangles because it found a great reception. And so I really mm -hmm. appreciate your sharing that with us. And I understand that some of them have gone on to form additional triangles since. That's great. So it's, it's like dropping a drop of tincture yeah. into a solution is that it spreads. Yeah, that's really encouraging. Should encourage others of us to reach out with this uh, planetary service that's so simple and it resonates so deeply with humanity. Um, thank you, Curtis. Yeah. Thank you for letting me share. Sure. Uh, Jen, sorry, we lost you again there. But, um, did you have something else you'd like to say? Um, for example, what have you found to be the differences between the work that we do in triangles every day and this approach that you're working with as well? I don't hear you. Okay, you still have no sound, all right. So I'll just read some of the comments. And again, if anyone likes to raise their hand, please do. Okay. Um, people are talking about the sound mostly here. Okay. Uh, Clarence says an excellent sharing. Also most interesting is that in following your intuition, the initial idea was transformed, right? We have to be adaptable for our initial impulse to change with uh, changing circumstances. Um, Lola writes, I think it was also to demonstrate to you, I do something somewhat similar. I have come to believe that rocks, granite, the most dense form of earth will have a great deal to do with becoming sacred. Thanks, Lola. Uh, Sam writes, we're here to serve, and that includes being of service to the animal, vegetable, and mineral kingdoms to be guardians of our planet. Um, Kaya writes, I'm very inspired by your thoughts on our connection with the land and nature. 
I'm just moving to a new house with some land. And my vision is for it to be a sanctuary for nature and wildlife. Your talk is very timely and she'll take on board your ideas as I begin to work and connect with the energies in my new land. Thank you, Jen. I don't know if Jen can hear us or if she's here, but um, um, Sanjay writes, Zen need to hear a bit more on great invocations relation to the plant crop growth if possible. Yeah, I don't think she's here right now. Um, Clint Wright sounded very interesting, Jen. Hope we can try it again sometime. Yeah, I hope we can as well. Um, Heidi writes, maybe each triangles member could do this special triangles work. Oh, there's Jen. Hi. I can't, um, there we go. Okay. Hi, everybody. Yeah, I was reading some of the chat. I don't know if you could hear. But, no. Yeah. Um, you might want to, can you see the chat? And you, there might be something you would like to address and read there. I read hmm. um, most of them down until Heidi who, at 3, okay. 347. I didn't read Heidi's comment. You know, I only see a few, Kathy. I only see three. Okay. So maybe you should continue to read. Okay. Um, Heidi writes, maybe each triangle's member could do this special triangle's work with the earth where he or she lives. Yeah, yes, I am. I think that's a really logical uh, and wonderful solution. Um, you know, we're doubling up on our efforts in this way, but we're also um, attempting a different kind of connection. And as Kathy was talking about in the beginning, um, we lost you again, Jen. Um, so I'll just go into Seema writes, what was the name of the speaker who shared his view? His name is Curtis Hoffman. Um, Santana writes, um, oh. our effort to Fintorn did a lot of work along the line of connecting the human and angelic kingdom. I remember they had the landscape angel who oversaw a lot of the other nature spirits and devas. Because of the cooperation between humanity and the deva kingdom made things grow unusually big like giant cabbages. They really focused on taking care of the earth and respecting and listening to the nature spirits. Thank you for adding another dimension to the triangle's work. That's Hi, lovely. Thanks uh, for reading that, Kathy. Okay, there's another one. Lois writes, um, the vibration of the dense rocks granite will lead to new sounds being made on earth, music and sounds for the planet and us. 
the new ceremonies will be what the indigenous peoples do now and perhaps new sounds. The, uh, can you hear me? Yes. The indigenous people, as I'm sure we're all aware, have had uh, an understanding of the, the power of the human connection with the earth and the need for the human connection with the earth. Um, you know, now we're at a point now where we can explain some of these connections through science but the indigenous people have known just intuitively and from being on the earth um, as their home, literally on the earth as their home, they have understood these connections for, for hundreds and thousands of years. So we're pretty much just now coming around to a time where we're getting back to the old knowledge using the new science. And uh, it's a really exciting time to be living in because of that. Um. Curtis writes, it would be most interesting to undertake work of this type, including locations on the earth, which are already known as sacred sites, perhaps in a triangular formation. Hmm. Yeah, that's, mm -hmm. that's interesting to try. Um, and you, go, ahead. go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, um, the, the idea of, of putting the triangle into a growing space um, that is one, one thing we can do, and we may very well end up with 10-pound cabbages. You know, we might, but uh, the point, I think, is to reconnect with the spirit of the land, and that connection will make those things happen uh, automatically. It's a kind of a natural byproduct of being in sync with the earth and living with a symbiotic relationship to the earth, which we were always meant to do. Yes. <clears throat> blessing, Isabel writes, blessing the earth goes both ways. And we also receive good vibes from the earth and nature in general. Mm -hmm. uh, Steve's here, let's see. Hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. Hey, hey, Kathy. Hey, hey, Jen. Hey, Steve. Thank you. That's a really wonderful, interesting reflections in the chat and very interesting um, way you presented this. It made me think how valuable, because many triangles workers around the world, I'm sure, are also gardeners in some way or other, maybe mm -hmm. in farming, but working in gardens. And I wonder how often the reality is that as people are working on their own in a garden, they have in mind their triangle. And so, in a sense, it's an element of bringing the triangles network and the radiation of light that that sort of, that that, that is, um, into relation with the plants and of course the soil and the mineral kingdom. And to do that more consciously is just a really interesting thought. And I like very much the way you presented it as a very sort of open field where it's just a question of building this relationship with the earth um, and adding the particular note of triangles to all the work that's being done to build between, um, to build right relationships between the higher kingdoms, the human kingdom and the, and the kingdoms of nature. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Yes, Steve, um, thanks for that. I uh, feel strongly that this is an, another form of service, of course, um, as we take a correct place in the big scheme of things. Um, you know, humanity, as Kathy said in the beginning, is up to the task of um, making this a sacred planet and taking our place in the middle and helping those, what we call the lower kingdoms, but the different kingdoms below us, helping them raise themselves up, maybe strengthening their own soul hid within that form. And then at the same time, reaching up to a hierarchy, it's, um, it's kind of a lovely place to be. Very lovely. And it's just very lovely to relate all this to triangles. I like that a lot. And I just wanted to make another comment to, um, to Curtis. To Kurt, It would be very interesting if the talk that your colleague gave at the Dream Conference, it would be really interesting if she would be interested in sending that um, into triangles, um, because it sounds like something that people might want to know about. So it's just a thought. Sorry, it's on another completely different track of your there, Kurt. Thanks. Thank you. Um, there's many more comments, Jen, and I will pass them on to you. Right. But it's now a time when we'll just close with a moment of silence, visualizing the planet surrounded by a network of triangles. radiating the energies of lighted goodwill. And we sound the Om. Thank you, everyone, and thank you, Jen. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you, everyone.